Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the importance of offering a discount without lowering your price. That may sound like a paradox. There's so much emphasis on sale price that the value of inventory is strongly linked to the most recent comparable sales. From the perspective of the end customer, affordability is a function of the total sale price, but more importantly, the monthly carrying costs associated with that purchase. When you visit a car dealership and the dealer is offering that shiny new vehicle with a 1.9% interest rate, don't be fooled by thinking you're getting a discount. The dealer is charging you thousands more for that vehicle in order to give you that 1.9% interest rate. They actually offer you a clue as to what that financing is costing you when they say, take $5,000 off the sticker price or 1.9% financing. When you think about it from the perspective of the auto manufacturer, if they can charge $55,000 for a vehicle instead of 50, their revenue just went up. Wall Street is concerned with metrics like revenue and earnings per share. They want to know whether your revenue increased or decreased last quarter. If your revenue went down, you're going to get penalized by investors. But if you offer customers an attractive interest rate to sell more cars, well, that's just good business. Most people understand the game when you're talking about buying a new car. These techniques are not typically associated with real estate. Reducing the cost of capital on real estate is going to require a sustained drop in yield for the long-denomination bonds. In the meantime, some borrowers are going to be happy with an attractively priced medium-term financing. Now, the yield curve has been inverted for almost two years. But in recent months, we've seen the yield curve flatten with short-term rates remaining essentially unchanged and long-term rates rising and approaching the yields of their short-term counterparts. Now, to be clear, the yield curve is still inverted, with long-term rates lower than short-term rates. The Treasury has also issued fewer 10-year Treasury notes than in the past. That, too, has caused the yield to fall. Weaker-than-expected employment data announced at the end of last week in the U.S. also caused a sharp drop in the 10-year bond yield. News of economic softness in Canada has caused the Canadian benchmark bond yield to fall by close to 50 basis points. And if rates continue to fall, the long end of the market we can expect the housing market and real estate in general to reignite. In the meantime, new construction home builders are struggling to sell any new product at today's interest rates. The profit in a new home is largely concentrated in the upgrades and the finishes. Buyers can choose from the standard flooring, which is included in the purchase price, or they can select from a menu of upgraded finishes, which are priced at a premium when installed by the builder. If the builders have to discount a home in order to sell it, they're reducing the value of their entire portfolio of assets. In fact, I don't believe there's any price reduction large enough that will make the home affordable on a monthly basis without pushing the builder into a money-losing situation. But what if the home builder did the same thing that the car dealerships are doing by negotiating and offering a better financing term for buyers of new homes? Let's look at a simple example to see what this might cost. Let's imagine that the buyer is purchasing a half-million-dollar home with a conventional 20% down and a loan of 400000 The buyer cannot afford the monthly payment if the interest rates are 75 or 8%. But if that home came packaged with financing, say in the range of 45 to 5%, the buyer is very likely to become interested in buying that home. The question is, what is the term of that attractive financing need to be in order to entice buyers to pull the trigger? My belief is that a three-year term is enough to bring buyers to the table. Two years is too short, and anything more than three years becomes an exercise in diminishing returns. 
So if a major national home builder like, say, Lennar or D.R. Horton was to finance an interest rate buy-down for three years on that $400,000 mortgage, how much would it cost them? Essentially, what's happening here is the home builder is prepaying the difference in interest rate for the three-year term. If the builder was to buy down the rate by three full percentage points from, let's say, 8% to 5 or 7.5% to 4.5%, that interest cost comes to $12,000 a year. On a three-year term, that's a $36,000 discount that the builder is essentially offering to the buyer. By making a conscious choice to reduce their profit by $36,000, they can maintain the original sale price on the property without reducing the value of their homes. Yes, the builder is offering an equivalent of a 9% discount on the purchase price, but they're doing it without actually lowering the price. What they're doing is they're packaging the financing in a manner that makes the house look more affordable. If you pay close attention, you'll see this is precisely what some of the major national home builders are doing. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.